eyes might not see the greatness inside you that lies within. Oh yeah, come sit on your drum. You know you don't go stay down for long. Whenever in doubt, I'm alone. Just remember, got a king in the kingdom. Lamba plenty no fuss. 
This is Boom Radio. Good morning, Nigeria. Um, this is Cornelius on your favorite sports show, Phoenix Sports, um, on your favorite boom um, radio station, Boom Radio. Now, it's been a fantastic weekend of sports, um, and uh, we have all the roundups for you here. Now, um, obviously like we always do, we start at home. Now, Team Nigeria, we're talking about the All-African Games right now. Now, the Team Nigeria female basketball team on Sunday defeated Mali 21-20 in a breathtaking encounter to win the gold medal. Now this was a fant- fascinating game, and uh, um, they were so they were so happy. Um, and the men's um, team also um, won. Were able to um, beat Mali as well, um, 2019, as they won the br- bronze medal. Now um, we'll talk also talking about the African Games. Nigeria picked the gold medal in the badminton, um, badminton um, after beating Algeria. Now, now we're going to go straight to um, straight to. The weightlifting where Augustina Wakolo lifted 161 kg to settle for bronze medal in the 49 kg women's weightlifting event, with Egyptian um, Heba Ahmad getting silver after lifting 162 kg, ending Nigeria, aging Nigeria to silver medal just by one kg. That was a fascinating one, and um, you're welcome, Shola, on the show. Um, uh, now, also talking about the All-African Games where um, Nigeria also secured a bronze medal in the um, double table tennis double event. Um, this was um, talking about Efiong and Edem, the, the, the pair of Efiong and Edem and Bode Abiodun. They narrowly missed out and um, they were able to get a um, bronze medal. Now, talking also on the All-African Games where the Nigerian 20 women faced Algeria in the semi-finals while the Flying Eagles will face Mali also in the semi-finals. Now the Falcons reached the knockout stages in style as they defeated South Africa 3-0 before getting a walkover over Zambia. They were held, however, held to a 1-1 draw by Cameroon. Cameroon beat South Africa 1-0. Um, that this um, allowed the Nigerians to top the group on superior goal difference. Um, now, Talking about the men, the men it was not so easy for the men. They actually um, had to play out a fascinating 2-2 draw against Morocco, and um, they came th- th- and finished um, second runner-up in the group behind um, Senegal. Um, Shola, are you with me? Okay. Um, how did you see these games? Um, talking about the All African Games, you know, you're always excited about your female teams um, doing well. Now we know that um, the female. Um, basketball team were able to do them do us proud winning gold um, the men team not 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 so good uh, but okay they 
they were able to come out with the bronze medal. Badminton, um, we're doing well in badminton. Badminton, we're also able to win gold in badminton. Talking about weight, weightlifting as well, we narrowly missed out on the silver medal, getting bronze, and um, on the, uh, that's them two silver medals in two different categories in the weightlifting category. Yes, uh, interesting news coming out of the African Games. Uh, a lot of uh, expectations on the Nigerian team, even if uh, we all know that um, they didn't get the best of preparations as compared to their other contemporaries. But regardless, the Nigerian spirit has come through. Again, the women have done it in the three-on-three -three basketball. We've been doing very well in that uh, format of basketball in recent times. I must say kudos to the MBBF for at least... Uh, <coughs> pioneering and pushing this uh, to to the level that he's gotten to as usual the women are better at sports in nigeria i don't know about other countries but and they've done it again you know and it always looks easy when women do it I, i'm a big uh, advocate for this and i know they don't get the kind of credit that they should uh can you imagine that the nigerian team that won the afro basket did not even get any form of uh, welcome or invitation from the president of Nigeria, but they would do the same for the men if they've done it, you know. So we, we need to keep talking about these things to get things uh, sorted properly. The All African Games or African Games, as it's called now, you know, is is uh, a good place for Africa to uh, bring out our talent and also to get qualifiers for some sports to the Olympics. So having said that, uh, uh, I'm impressed because. I, I didn't really expect much from from them, and they're doing so much. Well, I'm talking. I'm still talking about the All African Games. I was a little disappointed with um, the table tennis doubles. I expected that the pairing of um, um, of Young Edem and um, Bodhi Abiodun, we, we we thought they were going to win no. gold. Um, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not considering the, <laughs> the events um, that just went through in Lagos, where um, our own Aruna Kwadri was very proud. Exactly. If you follow table tennis that well, you know that the Egyptians own this. They own this so much that um, I'm happy that we at least got on the podium. They have taken the team qualifying now. Egypt will be representing Africa, you know, at this sport, at that level. The next qualifiers will come up uh, in a few weeks' time. I think in Tunisia also for the singles and all of that. There are four slots left for Africa. That's where Aruna will now come battle for at least one of the slots. I'm really not disappointed. I, that's why I was expecting in table tennis. That's why I got. Well, well, well. Okay, still on the on on, on the um, all African games now. And good news um, with the football now. Um, the um, the Falconets they are close to qualification for the Olympics. They are into the semi-finals. Um, they beat South Africa three 0 um, they got a walkover over Zamb Zambia, and um, they drew 1-1 with Cameroon. Apparently, they actually um, were tied on points with Cameroon. They had better goal defense um, with th that um, qualified them straight to the semi-finals. And I think with the semi-final qualification, I think that qualifies you for the World Cup, for the o Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, to be honest, I'm not clear if they're through to the Olympics, Olympics yet. yet. Okay. But uh, I know that they at least must get to the finals to be very okay, sure, sure of, of getting a ticket, you know, because um, most times it's two, two slots that Africa would have. But if we have four, that means it's guaranteed. But since the NFF is not playing it up, I don't think they've already qualified. So, okay. so it's, it's a good news. The, the ladies are doing it, you know, with uh, the kind of um, preparations they've had. They're doing great. We know that they would at least get to the finals. Well, the men too are into the semi-finals, also beating South Africa. I don't know uh, how how we got um, a pair in the South Africans would have been um, 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 causing their luck 
having uh, been paired in the same group with Nigeria uh, with males um, in the male category and the female category. Um, the, the South Africa, the male team, they are also into the semi-finals, and um, um, they had they had they had a, a tough game on their hands yesterday where they had to battle past the host uh, nation uh, Morocco um, to the, by drawing two goals, two goals um, all. Yes, uh, good news, good result for the Nigerian men's team, and um, hoping that they can build on this and also get us a ticket to the Olympics in Tokyo. Okay, okay. Now moving to the CAF, uh, CAF Confederations Cup, where two-time champion Ayimba yesterday hammered um, Raheem OFC of Burkina Faso five goals to nil. Now um, yeah, we know Ayimba went away, and um, they were beating one, they were beating um, one nil. Um, they were always confident they were going to come home and overturn this. Um, yes, yes, they did, and um, they, they they they've qualified to the next round where they will either play Ryan Sport FC of Rwanda or the Sudanese side Al-Hilal. But for Kanu Pillars, it was uh, unfortunately it's a sad story. Uh, we always knew considering two uh, two two um, two, two um, away goals to the Ghanaian side was a little was it going to go make, make things very difficult for them. They were beaten 2-0 away by the Porcupine Warriors inside the Babaye Yara Stadium there in Accra and they lost out on on, on um, um, goal aggregate for by four goals to three shall Baba Yara Stadium is a scary place to visit for any team. You know the fans come out actually um, kind of similar to the Canopilla uh, Stadium you know, uh, the Sonia Bachelor Stadium and all of that. Where the, when the fans come out in Cano, the fans come out in Cano. Sadly, we did not take uh, advantage of playing the first leg at home. We did not do the business at home and we couldn't make the second uh, leg uh, uh, a mere formality. You know, the Ghanaians were more up for it. They scored us one of the earliest goals ever, you know. So and they actually ended that game with um, 10 men so <laughs> so they came um, out to fight war actually yes so the, the, when you look at stuff like that you start to understand why you know Kano didn't go further uh, they're a good team the Kano team is a good team it's just hurtful that they couldn't take it a step further because i was hoping that the nigerian teams would do well on the continent so that calf can restore our slots that were taken away back to us but it looks like uh, we're not ready Perhaps Aimba might do this for us because Aimba looking good. Aimba uh, showing class yes, um, yesterday, um, trashing um, Rahimo 5 0. Fantastic football there. Um, 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 brace from two players and, and one and, 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 and a late goal from Stanley Okorum. Um, you know, sealed, sealed, sealed the face off the Burkina Bay side. Now, moving on. Now, the Bayelsa Queens have won the NWFL Championship. Now, Uzo Amaka Igwe and Loki Odiri scored in each half as as the, the Women's Premier League Champions by Elsa Queen defeated Rivers Angels 2-0 to win the NWFL Championship Shield on the wet day at the Samson Siasia Complex in Yenogwa. So, Shola, talking about... To be honest with you, I have... Um sadly not be following the nigerian women's league as concluded by um, this weekend right yes I, I am disappointed in the way things are being run when it comes to nigerian women's football and i just blanked out it's just very hurtful it's almost getting personal for me the, the women deserve better so i won't lie to you 
I zoned out of this particular so-called season. You know, it was very, very abridged and <laughs> funnily organized. You see, we need to take sports administration serious in this country. But it's still paddy paddy business. So let me put you on the let me put you on the spot. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if you were put in charge right now um, to fix the problems with the um, um, female league in this country, one, um, I'd like you to tell me what you think the way forward is. What do you think the problems the league is facing? First, the the, the league first should be structured in a way that you can work on funding. You see, these women are not well paid, if paid at all. So, focus on how to get the funds in. We have several Nigerian brands that are tailored towards women. We have several Nigerian corporates that are managed by top women. Let us look for the soft spots in them and try to get them to buy into the league. That's one. Two, you do not have to have a large league if, you, if the teams cannot meet basic standards. So, set those basic standards for them. For instance, there's a minimum cap for salaries in the men's league. Can we have a minimum cap for women too? Do we even know what these ladies are being paid? You understand what I'm saying? How do you expect them to bring out their best when they're worried, they're worried about the next meal? They're worried about when they get paid, if they ever get paid. So funding, organization, the structure. Two, maybe we need to start from the regional league so that the teams do not spend too much on logistics so you can have a southwest league where the southwest team will play within the southwest then you bring out the top from the southwest from the top from the southeast you know from the six geopolitical zones take them to one venue and have your final six or something and you know create that balls and everything three we must speak to the conscience of nigerian women there are more women statistically than men in nigeria but we don't get them to follow the league so we must sell the league to them you understand four go back to grassroots sports develop women's football at the primary school secondary school and university level that way you are sure of talent coming through five affiliate 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 there are several leagues out there in europe and south america that are doing okay not fantastic but okay affiliate let us see how we can bring in technocrats. Let us see how we can bring programs to train the trainers. Let us see how we can create that value chain in Nigerian women's sports. If we follow these plans, of course, we need to elaborate further. But if we follow these little plans, just like you asked me, I have a feeling that we can turn things around. You know, the way the South African League is structured, the women's league, is very interesting. They are catching up. They are catching up. Yeah, do actually catching up or doing better because as a matter of fact um, um i hope you know i just really hope someone out there is listening to what we're talking about right now and at least it reaches the right place and something gets done about this but still talking about this matter you see i was reading an article where um even the nigerian the nigerian men's league is struggling now you see um south africa faced something like that recently where um they actually the free to free to air and stations actually bought the right of multi-choice to show the league games now um the free to air stations were recording a loss but guess what happened the government stepped in the ministry of sports stepped in you get me they they had a meeting between um the the the, the company the tv stations with uh, multi-choice had a, a meeting and guess what they came to a compromise they fixed it you hear me fixed the way where 
they can make profit and the league will continue to be aired for free it means that every lane south african has an opportunity to watch league football every week week after week now see we need to ask questions uh cornelius the same company was carrying the nigerian league and they suddenly pulled out mid-season nobody has explained what happened someone needs to come and explain to us what, what transpired happened? you see i want to ask a question i want to know something i don't know quite frankly we live in a country where uh free to air stations are not that um, i don't know uh, i don't show much i've not watched the free to air station in a while do we actually does the league actually air free to air in this country the league does not even air at all the nigerian league is not on tv it doesn't air at all. Now, if these games are not are not on TV, how do they expect these games to generate money? How do they expect the league to move forward in the year 2019? That's what we're talking about. And that's why, look, I was reading this morning, I saw on Twitter that uh, Godwin Aguda has, has gone to Saudi Arabia Division 2. If you follow the Nigerian Football League, Aguda is a product of Lagos here who's done well and he's gone to the east and he's doing very well and suddenly he's going to play in division two in saudi arabia what is the ranking of the saudi arabian league or the saudi arabian national team as compared to nigeria but do i blame aguda i don't it shows you how bad our league has become he's going to play when in the league that is well structured he's in division two money. he will earn more money he'll get watched by viewers you know live and on tv now this is what i have been advocating I've said it on national TV, I've said it on national radio, I say it everywhere. Our government needs to realize that sports is more important than the way they treat it. You see, if government can invest more in building structures, I mean the physical and the organizational, if government can invest more in doing those things, it will help us with the security situation in this country. It will help us with the health situation in this country. It will help us with the economic situation in this country. So look at what the South African government has done for their league. Why can't we do the same for our own league? You see, if we really believe that we want to divest from oil, sports is one angle that we need to look at. Sports is a money spinner. Sports is a money earner if we do and the we right have things talented nigerians that's too one many thing talented nigerians See, there is nothing nigerians put their hands into do you know they don't make money we're they, talking they, they about talented nigerians at the women's world cup we have people of nigerian descent playing for other countries yes two other countries at the olympics you will see them turning out for great britain turning out for the usa turning out for funny countries like poland and the rest we've had that in the past haven't we so there's talent but like a great man once said, talent they waste. That man is nice. He said, talent they waste. My brother, talent they waste. Without a doubt, talents are being wasted in this country and our government needs to look into this and please do something about the first sports infrastructure in the country. We need to improve it. Now, we've got a lot of games happened around um, the European League the, over the weekend. A lot of fascinating games, fascinating results. Um, where where we're all turned up left, right, center. Now, I'm going to start with the English League, Shola. This was an amazing weekend where um, there were only two home victories, a lot of away victories recorded. The league, um, the games this weekend started on Friday where Aston Villa took on everything. Aston Villa, everything spent so big in the transfer window where they were beaten by just promoted Aston Villa, two goals to nil. 
Um, that was that was a cotton razor for a fantastic weekend of surprises to come on Saturday. Um, Norwich um, finally Chelsea get their first win. Um, they lost at home to Chelsea. Uh, Tammy Abraham actually put proving his um, the the fate of, metal, um, yeah. of of uh, Frank Lampard in him. Exactly. Now Brighton were beaten at home by Southampton. Southampton too with their first win of the season. Um, Manchester United that's one of the surprises. So, uh, now I know you have something to say about this. I spoke about Crystal Palace ability on the counter attack on friday mm. now Man manchester united were beating at home at old trafford by two goals to one for the first time in 30 years my, uh, crystal palace got won over my united at old trafford and it just um reiterates what i have said about their current manager i've said it several times Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not ready for this job it will grow into the job but United fans will have to learn how to be patient with him. You do not go into a Premier League with this kind of ragtag team and expect to get results. The truth is, you've invested in a wing-back, Aaron Juan Bissaka. You've invested in only one central back, uh, back in uh, Maguire. What did you do about your midfield you get? He bought James. James is a very young striker. He a fantastic goal as well. He, he is more of a winger yeah. than a midfielder. Okay. So, it's still down to Paul Pogba. Yeah. Now, Pogba will not do defensive duties and attacking duties all by himself for 90 minutes. You yet. In a, in a number of situation, fine. But when you're falling back, you need more numbers behind the ball too. Now, they failed to do that and they also failed to secure the services of a good striker putting their faith having sold Lukaku in, yes now putting their faith the sale of Lukaku. in Martial and Rashford now you you look you watch football early this morning and you see a Zlatan Ibrahimovic banging in goals scoring one of the fastest goals in the MLS then you start to wonder why did they even let that Zlatan guy go because he's better than these two guys put together <laughs> do you get what I'm saying so mm -hmm. My United is not as good as people think they are. They are living on old glory. Yes, they have a couple of good players, but they do not have the oomph to take them across the line. So I'm not surprised that what's happened has happened. I said it over and over again. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is really not the man. But if you want, if you want him to be the man, you're going to wait. You're going to be patient. You will be shocked that Frank Lampard will get the job done quicker than social without a doubt um now um, this part talking about the manchester united game it's been um, a tough one for start for them to the season apparently uh and with a tough one with penalties as well that has resulted in something we're trying to kick out of the game um some racial attacks on social media um to both um, um rashford and um, um pogba um on both occasions for for missing penalty um we want to kick racism out of the game and um, we hope that at some point, someday, um, this this is going to leave the game. Now we're going to move on um, quickly. Um, now Sheffield United were beaten at home by Leicester City. Leicester City looking good already on that under Brendan Rodgers. We know what a fa fantastic tactician he is. And um, um, Watford, Watford, which we thought was going to be one of the dark horses this season, that yet to register a point. They were beaten at home by West Ham. Um, then the, undoubtedly the game of the weekend. I know you must have something to say about this, Sola. Yeah, no. Liverpool beef Arsenal at Anfield by three goals to one. Look, um, Arsenal did not do what everybody did. 
in the premiership all the away teams virtually won you know but arsenal went to anfield and they capitulated and that's the truth but i don't blame the arsenal team i feel unai emery is out of touch with his team i do not understand the way the arsenal team was set up i looked at that game i checked and checked i'm like okay okay what's the plan here you don't go to Hanfield after being hammered twice back to back like that then go the third time and expect miracles to happen i would have packed my midfield you know stifle them you know take the game to them in the middle of the pack but check the bench there's lacazette on the bench that lacazette would have been a handful for virgil van dyke you know i feel the way the team was set up i feel the way they played it just looked like they were like, you, you know what, guys, just get the job over with. Now, Ceballos had a good game last week. Everybody went, you know, praising him to high Evans. In this particular game, he wasn't in the game. So, they yeah, sh- completed he sh- one pass. He That's should have been substituted even yeah, in the first half. Without a doubt, Sonshola, um, um, I think you're being a little harsh on that team. Um, because I saw some positives as well as an Arsenal. I'll say, I'll say, well, I, I like, the, I like I re- the positives you saw, and they led to uh, Arsenal getting three, three points. points. No, Abby? No, 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 no. Exactly. Uh, I'll be very optimistic here. Now, listen, without a doubt, we saw that there was there's still a huge gap between the Champions League um, winners and holders, Liverpool and Arsenal, who are doing the rebuild. Team, rebuild. Now, without a doubt, Look. this was an improvement Look. on. I know you're going to make a point, yeah. but let yeah. me tell you, how long is Arsenal going to keep telling us that they are rebuilding? They are actually rebuilding. How long? They are actually. They were rebuilding, rebuilding under Arsene Wenger for no, years. You see, we know, we know, we know. Now they are we, rebuilding we know, under Mary. We, we know, we, uh, we, Emery. Know, we know that the club crashed. Now Emery <laughs> has come into the club. We're going to, need to have to give him a chance to put, bring his philosophy into that team. Now, one thing I noticed positive today is. Actually, Arsenal had the better chances in the first half. They could have actually, if that go- if those first goals went in first, if actually Arsenal actually scored first, it if, would have been totally if, a different game. If if, and if Lacazette was on the field too, maybe those goals would have gone in. in. And perhaps I'll give you a statistic. Why I'll, was he on the bench? Perhaps I'll give you a funny statistics here. You Please understand? go ahead. Now I understand. In about over 500 hours of football, Virgil Van Dijk had not got. Had, no one has been able to dribble past him. But guess what? One certain player in likes of Pepe dribbled past Virgil Van Dijk for as for 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 as for free. It's um, a number of times. Now that's the statistics. That's why you see it's laughable. It's laughable. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to Arsenal fans a lot. Mm-hmm. It's laughable when they come up with this kind of funny statistics, especially when the team has lost. I have a friend. No, I have I a friend. He's one I, of the I biggest Arsenal fans I have seen. You see, it's all over. I know you talk about being optimistic. It's okay. You can be optimistic. I can be whatever. It's not about labels now. I have a friend who would see at least 10 Arsenal games this season. He does that all the time. And he's based in Lagos. He travels to the UK, comes back. And he's always saying, oh, the positives from this game. Oh, Pepe dribbled. This one marked. Guys, the positive is to get three points. Did you see how shambolic Man City has been? But they are getting three points. What are you telling me? Then very soon you would not come and say, no. "Oh, like this I thing- said, like I said, moving forward, I said, they, without a doubt, that's the fact. There is still a gap between you look at Liverpool look at and what Arsenal. Look at what you're celebrating. But as an Arsenal fan, you look, at, look at what you're celebrating. Pepe dribbled Van Dijk. No, without a doubt, you see that shows we have a new attacking force. I personally think 
um, Emery should have gone with his three strikers, Lacazette, Aubameyang and Pepe. But for some reason, he decided to sit back. I think he wanted to, to defend and unfortunately, he went, he went wrong. Like, um, David Luiz having a bad day in the office, um, pulling um, Salah, which was, um, for me, very, very um, unlike his experience for his experience. And, you get me, um, not able to, being able to tackle him for the second, um, for the third goal because of fear of a second yellow card. Now, we can go on and on about this game. Uh, go on and on about it, but we'll have a show to complete. Yeah, we're really, really running out of time. You get me? Now, on Sunday, now, Man City, we're back to winning ways. Haven't dropped a point against Tottenham last season. They beat Bournemouth, beat Bournemouth 3-1 at home. Tottenham, another surprising result, where Tottenham lost at home to Newcastle. Surprising result that Newcastle was able to pull off a fantastic victory Le over Tottenham be at home. Be before, before the game, a lot of people are actually giving the game to Tottenham. People had written off um, Newcastle. They had been struggling in the previous games. And it just looked like it was just going to be another bad day at the office. But <laughs> I was shocked positively when they got the goal. And they actually stuck to their guns, you know. And they actually didn't play badly. They played fantastic, it, it, fantastic it, game. It's shocking though, but... Hey, that's football and you know how these things go down. So we are kudos to uh, Newcastle for pulling off something that seems like an impossible task, beating uh, Champions League finalist Tottenham at home. At their new stadium as well in mm. front of that fascinating crowd. Now, uh, uh, to round off those games, Wolverhampton Wanderers um, drew 1-1 with Burnley with Hermine scoring um, a diamond penalty. Now, that's a roundup of all these other games. Um, I don't know if you, you, yeah, you have other I, games opened uh, up here. I, no, no. I just want to run through the, okay. the top 11, the um, team of the week, Wait the then. English Premier League team of the week. Um, Phoenix Sports. We have uh, Martin Dovravka in goal. And, of course, uh, at the back, we have uh, Patrick Van Aanholt. Okay. We have uh, Joel Matip, Paul Dumet, and Trent uh, Alexander-Arnold. Of course, in the middle of the park, there's David Silva, there's Mohamed Salah, and James Madison. And up front, we have um, Sergio Kun Aguero, we have Sebastian Haller, and um, Tammy Abraham. That's the um, Phoenix Sports Game Week 3 Premier League team, team of, of the week. week. That team is well dominated by Liverpool. And, and and Man City. In a, in a game that Pepe dribbled Van Dyke, Abby. Uh, uh, yeah, Abby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm hoping you give me a rundown of the German league quickly before we go. But I'll give you a run through the, the results in the French league where Amiens um, lost uh, at home to Nats. Ihon lost at home 2 0 to Bordeaux. Angers were um, victory, victorious at home 3 0 to, Met, to Metz. Um, Brest. Um, your f one of your favorite Demo teams. Demola's favorite team. team okay. Uh, we're victorious at home to Rams. Monaco drew 2 2 with Nimes. Um, Strasbourg lost at home to Rennes. Rennes stopping the French League at the moment. Um, PSG with, uh, with um, a 4 0 trashing of Toulouse. Okay. Of course, um, take a look at the Bundesliga. Uh, we'll give you the table actually. Uh, Borussia Dortmund are topping. The Bundesliga with um okay uh, producer says we're out of time. So um let me just give you the top three in the Bundesliga. It is shocking, but Baron uh Borussia Dortmund played two one two and they have six points, uh, followed also they are tied with Freiburg, you know, they've played two and they've won two. Uh Rassenball Sport Leipzig played two one two, Wolfsburg played two one two, 
Bayern Leverkusen played two, one, two. Well, Bayern München have played two, one, one, and drawn one. So those are the top teams in the Bundesliga, and uh, we're out of time. We got the goal. Okay, okay. I'll we'll call it a day until we come your way again on Friday on your favorite sports show, Phoenix Sports. I'll say do some sports. Peace.